Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Join with me today in my living room because <laughs> all my roommates are gone. So I kind of get to spread out a little bit, get out of my cramped room with my guests. This is my cousin Brennan. So, Brennan, say hi to everybody. Hello, everyone. Yeah, How's say it going? again. <laughs> That's a good yeah, I'll just say it again. Yeah, do, give a second go around. That's so funny. But no, so where are you from? Where do you go to school? What do you do? Well, first off, I'd like to thank you for first giving me this bitchin' hat. Dang, uh, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looks tight, bro. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys know, but he is a, a Natty Light ambassador. For oh, dude, they know university. way too much about yeah, it. Yeah, way too much. All right, then I'll no, shut you're up good. You're good. You're good. I don't care. All right, yeah. So, to start off first, I mean, yes, I am Adam's, Adam's cousin. and <laughs> it I sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it's so. Awful. I came without even letting him know, and now he, here I am. He just I just walked in. It was like, pretty. Oh, it was pretty awesome though. And like he like texted me. He was like, "Hey, what are you doing tomorrow?" And I was like, "I don't know." I was like, "I'm probably just chilling." I was like, "I was just expecting him. he wanted to play PlayStation because we'll like hop on PlayStation at like an early time when nobody's on and like drink our coffee and have like deep conversations." So I thought it was just gonna be one of those things. And he's like, "I'm like, okay, cool. Let's play some games." Where he's like, "Well, no, I was actually just gonna drive down if that's cool." I was like. I have me. nothing going on today. Dude, I figure I might as well see my cousin. So. I have nothing. Yeah, like nothing. <laughs> school's done, and I have like a week. Well, I start my internship Monday, so that's really soon. But that's fun. And that's in Breedenville, right? Yeah. All right. But before that, I had nothing. So I'm happy you're here. Well, it's, I mean, it's also good to have like a little space to yourself as well. I mean, oh my after, gosh! I mean, dude. I'm sure like after a busy semester, you just like to have time for yourself. Dude, I yeah, 100. I'm like, because Monday I was still going social socialized mode, and then yesterday was like my first day where I was like, oh. <laughs> I kind of get to sit and be quiet, watch a new anime, which I'm obsessed with. You're in the middle of which one now? Demon Slayer. Demon Dude, Slayer. Dude, it is okay. so <laughs> that name. sick. Yeah. <laughs> it's so sick. I didn't think I was going to like it. I was really being desperate on Netflix. I was like, I just want to start something. I'd have a bad day of Warzone. <laughs> Warzone sucks. I, already, I officially switched to Apex pretty much. Oh, man, you're going I back switched to your back. Apex I switched days. back. I mean, I had 560 hours of Apex Jesus Christ. this past year. 560 <laughs> hours so like it's like my it's my favorite game probably i've played but yeah so i'm back at it it's ridiculous but i didn't want to play games yesterday and i just wanted to chill and watch something and i got a show that i binged for like six episodes and i'm, I'm very involved that's over i'm pretty sure it's over 20 days worth of oh like dude play. think about this so like <laughs> like what was your quarantine your, your initial quarantine march april no like april's when it pretty much hit hit april yeah, yeah. may june july yeah, you're right. Everyone's just online, just playing. Like, games. what did you do? Well, <laughs> I man, it's such a throwback. I don't remember really doing much of anything. Exactly, I mean, it's just like everyone else. So yeah, I was just doing online school, just kind of dreading it, quarantining, and just complaining like everyone else. I mean, but at the same time, yeah, I would just play video games. I would try to play guitar, and at that point, I wasn't really reading that much either. I was just kind of just shredding. whether in the storm well, shredding. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I was just kind of like weathering the storm in terms of just like waiting to have the restrictions like lifted in terms of just going out in public because at that point everyone was just afraid to like be in contact with anyone. Yeah, and I didn't. That was actually when I first got social media as well. I didn't. I never had an Instagram. Well, I did. You got like it over COVID. What? Got it over. COVID. I got it over COVID because I was that bored and it has a rough time to get it though. It was, oh, social media got it wasn't so toxic. That- yeah, but that was the thing. I'm like, what should I post? I'm definitely not going to post me out in public because I'll probably just get ripped by everyone. <laughs> yeah. Not a good idea. Yeah, I'll just get ripped by everyone. So it was really just me like playing guitar, and that worked out so far. Yeah, no, I like it a lot. Yeah, thanks, man. I, um, think, I think Instagram should be definitely more of like a post what you want to post because it becomes so like, okay, like this picture is sick and I love this, but 
you know, it just doesn't fit my feed. It's it, like, bro, not, everything should, it, the, your feed should just be what you care about and what you're doing. You shouldn't feel like you're, you should be forced or you should just because of a trend of some sort, I would say. I mean, I never really understood social media like anyone and I'm still kind of a noob when it comes to it, but yeah, I only have like five posts, I would that's say. Funny. Yeah, that's fine. And it's kind of funny because I told people like, so I have a friend uh, down the street named Devin and she's an Ironman triathlete. She's actually more my mom's friend, but she's also like 25 years old and she was like a, a stud swimmer from LSU. Okay. Um, Boo. And she was asking like, do you have like a Instagram, Snapchat? I'm like, yeah, I got a Snapchat. I started going. Yo, dude, I feel yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I was like, I've only had it for like I started using that like senior year of high school, and then uh, I recently, I, I think this was like maybe November, yeah, November of last year, and she said, uh, I was like, I'm still kind of new to it to be honest. I've had it since like March, so I've only had it for a year now, and she's like, Well, how many followers do you got? I'm like. 1,000, like 24, and they're like, on Instagram? You know, is, yeah, on Instagram, it's like five posts. She's like, wait, you already have like 1,000 followers in your Dude, if I could, yeah, you, you, you gotta play catch up. You're like, everyone in my high school, yeah, everyone in my exactly. college. No, I've done to my, it's just, um, yeah, everyone in my high school, but there was only like less than 200 people in my graduating class. So I mean, like, it was just all of a sudden just, well, for, for uh, further reference, I go to Virginia Tech. That's where I go to school, and both my brothers also to went to. Uh, for Jane said, yeah, it's not as big as UGA, though. Just Really? Yeah. UGA How big is, is the undergrad at PT? UGA is like 31,000. What are you guys? Like 29, 28. Really? Yeah. Dude, we're 26. I thought I thought you guys were so much bigger than no, us. No, but we're going to get bigger. You guys I mean, are going to hit I'll be, 40. I'll be out of there. I'll be out of there before yeah. then. I think you guys are aiming for like, not aiming for, but probably going to hit 40 in the next five, 10 years. Our, uh, our president is trying, within like the next like five, 10 years, I mean, they're really trying Why to Why is he spend. pushing it so hard, though? I honestly don't know. A lot of people are really thinking that Virginia Tech is just going to lose its appeal afterwards. And that can be said for any campus. It's going to turn into like Ohio State, kind of. Yeah, um, Penn State, Ohio State, which I'll be out of there by then. But you know the Duck Pond? They're trying to make that the center of campus. So Whoa. Yeah, so it'll get over to like 50,000 at some Dude, point. that's insane. And I was actually, I'm like, that's not the... I mean, I wouldn't want to send my kid there in terms of like being that big because that's a little too big of a school. But hey, everyone has a different cup of tea. Or do you think? Do you think you'll even be sending your kids in college by the time that our kids will be in college areas? That's what I keep wondering. Do you think that the college system is still going to be the same? Oh no, I think it'll be different. I think, I it'll, think it's, honestly, I think it'll be harder to get into college. Um, it gets harder every year, arguably. Arguably. Yeah, well, depending on the school. Yeah, it totally. really depends upon the school. And I think right now, I'm actually in terms of like everything being remote. I heard it was just very. It was a lot more stressful in terms of just really being motivated with your work and also just trying to be high school out. wise. Yeah, high school wise, applying to college. I heard it's like a joke now. You don't even need an SAT, SAT or ACT score. But that's what I mean. I know, but there, it's like, hard to stand out. That's what I meant. That. Yeah, that's yeah, what I meant. Like a joke in the sense of everyone's just doing the bare minimum. Exactly, and it's really hard to be that outstanding student that or outstanding like potential like student because you can't um, even do extracurriculars yeah you can't really do extracurriculars and whatever you're doing um in terms of even if i know some people who did research back in um college um this one girl i knew she went to this prep school named westminster and she got into stanford but she also was involved with potential like uh tantra cells and uh, research cool. in that area and i was like damn <laughs> i yeah. mean yeah definitely not my cup of tea i'll say that i mean 
But I mean, there's a lot of things in terms of people really not having uh, as many opportunities. And that was kind of like hurtful for like a lot of people, especially even for sports in which I kind of felt bad for. And I felt bad for as well as some of the student athletes I know. They're like, yeah, I mean. They threw away a whole year. They threw away the whole year and they're, they are there because they enjoy it. Yeah. Um, they're not there. So I felt bad for that. And I felt bad. I mean, even for like the Olympic athletes, think about that. Well, yeah. yeah. That sucks. <laughs> that sucks. I can't even imagine. Like, you set aside like how many years four years of your life to train mm. try to make it and then like it's all like a balancing act of like you hit your peak at the perfect time to where it lines up with the trials pretty much like you're training you know you break yourself down you build yourself up and you build yourself up to the peak you're rested and everything's ready to go yeah. on the olympic trials and they go just kidding one more year yeah and you're you go, at your oh my god <laughs> you're at the optimal point for like physique and just like uh and like your mental state in terms of for the peak potential. And then you probably got to yeah. drop it and then build it back up. After. Build it back up. And I bet that's really hard, especially with uh, the restrictions that are now put upon them in terms of also just un- unknowing like when we'll be able to play it. And we'll, Will we'll you be, be able, able to, to go on a run outside yeah. without a mask? <laughs> and also just not be screamed at some person for not wearing a mask. Yeah. I mean, my mom's been... Actually? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so little... Uh, Little side note: My mom uh, does triathlons for a living, or Ironmans. Ironmans, yeah. She was ranked uh, number two in the world at one point for her age group. She's been to Kona. And for anybody that doesn't know the numbers on an Ironman, go for it. Two mile swim, mm-hmm. hundred ten mile bike ride. Yep. And then twenty six point two mile run, which is a marathon. And you do that all in one go, back to back to back. It's yeah. not like you're doing one in one day, then doing one the other day. So it's like it's all at one time. It's insanity. Yeah. And she loves it. I mean, she's, um, yeah, she's legit. It's kind of funny. She's definitely not crazy. <laughs> no, she's pretty crazy. No, I'm kidding. You have it's to be It's kind crazy. of funny when she, um, yeah, so I mean, at her age group at the at that time, I won't mention which age group because that'll probably just piss her off if I she's say 25. that. She's <laughs> 25. She's 25 and I'm 20. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so yeah, she's legit and she does it all the time. Uh, but in terms of like the training regime, I mean, that also like, I mean, COVID itself just kind of like put... It put a pause on like her training uh, schedule. Yeah, but even when she would go out, I mean, people were like, "Why aren't you wearing a mask while running?" And then, <laughs> <laughs> bro, try running 13 miles with a mask on. Yeah, oh, I, I think if they to- if she told them how far she was running, they would have maybe backed off. But she would just keep because that person walking. hasn't gone for a run in six years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like literally, it's like the perspective of it. It's like, yeah, hey, even why? if they're on a bike, I'm like, like, they're not gonna be wearing a mask on the bike. Dude, That's literally a hazard. I never. Them. So uh, based on like where I lived, I never had to wear a mask to the gym. Like I mm. never had to. And like, oh my gosh, I had to wear a mask once to the gym. Like, I'm just weak, I guess, because I could not do it. Like, or my mask just sucked because it just kept sucking in on my mouth and Mm. I just was not able to breathe. And I see people go to the gym every day still with a mask and I'm like, it's got to be brutal. I guess they just grown accustomed to it. No, yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. 100%. I mean, you learn and adapt to whatever situation you're in, but yeah, it's just crazy. I just don't, I would hate it. Yeah, and I can understand why people would get mad about it, but at the same time, I mean, for people yelling, it's like, why aren't you wearing a mask on your bike? I'm like, outside. Outside, I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, and we've learned, like, obviously we've learned so much more. Oh, yeah, like, we've learned In reality, so much I more. thought, like, Corona at first was going to be a predator missile straight to, like, everybody's heart, but it wasn't. Yeah. It was more like, uh, if it's, but the scary part is it can do whatever, because another segue, healthy 20-year-old kid, what happened <laughs> when you got COVID? Oh man, um, I won't go into like how I died. I, I died just like everyone else. I went to, I left Atlanta. I was I'm a part time student right now, and I do part time work. And I uh, went to Florida with a buddy of mine um, and a few friends of mine down to Florida. 
Yeah, of all places. And um, so what happened is I had your time there, um, came back, and I felt exhausted. And I thought it was like one of those moments where you're like, I need a vacation from my vacation. I was just so tired. Like you almost need to like throw yeah. yourself away. Exactly. Yeah. And I was out in the sun all day and if you look at me, I'm pasty as hell. So whoa, I mean, whoa. <laughs> yeah, Irish blood, man. Um, so what happened? Yeah, I got COVID. I tested positive, but I got hit with it really, really hard, just to say the least. I was in the hospital for four days, which wasn't fun. So did it? did the COVID cause you to get the double pneumonia? Yeah, um, I yeah I believe so. Okay. At first, I thought it was a bacterial infection because okay. I first tested negative. I'm like, that doesn't seem right. Um, then I got tested again. And they said, yeah, you have COVID, and uh, it ended up like where I had like fever, like 104, 100, 103.6. I was gonna say if you had 104, you'd probably 103.6, uh, like six, seven days in a row, and it was. Literally, it came back with a vengeance, and you thought after you sweated out, um, you'd be fine. But no, it came back with a fucking vengeance. <laughs> Every night, I was like, "This is miserable. It's the as I've ever been." Is like, I shouldn't be like struggling this bad. I was like, "All right, I have just a bad reaction." But then, um, I eventually couldn't walk twenty yards without uh on the verge of passing out, and my oxygen levels were at like eighty five. That's and so the normal le- level is ninety, and even that is too low. That's so insane. Yeah. So at that point. Uh, I would run the coffin fits where I couldn't breathe and I felt like I was going to pass out. I, it was like 20 yards to the shower and I couldn't make it there. It was ridiculous. And so after that, um, we t- got advised by a doctor who said, you need to go to the hospital. This is not a, this is not good. Yeah. So I was at the hospital for four days and what happened is you're not allowed to have any visitors. It was just like me and myself and my phone. Dang. Uh, the Did you bring books time. at least or no? No, I didn't. I just wasn't in the mood to read. No, I mean, I <laughs> yeah. You're probably too tired to even read. I was too t- tired, man. And um, I didn't t- watch TV because I just don't like watching TV. What did you do then? I literally just sat there with my thoughts and uh, and also talked to some of the nurses that came in because um, I was just bored. And, That's cool. Well, some of, they started the conversation with you. They're like, hey, how's it going? Totally, yeah. Yeah, but you got to wake uh, I get woken up like two to three times every night uh, to like, check out my vitals of blood and uh, cough syrup. And they did me like a bunch of meds and like a steroid. Uh, and the steroid I hated being on because it made you so hungry. And uh, Oh, yeah, dude. I totally remember that. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I was, I was just thinking because I was on a steroid yeah. for when I got my epidectomy. Oh yeah, did they put me on a steroid. I don't. I don't know. know. <laughs> Regardless, I was starving. I don't know why I thought of that, but like, because I just thought of you getting the nightly checkups. I just spent one night in the hospital. It wasn't mm-hmm. that bad, but they would just come in and wake you up and just freaking. You know, I was like, ah. Yeah, they gave me. I mean, I'll tell you this though. Um, yeah, since then, uh, I'm about to get the second shot, which is nice. On Friday. oh wow, yeah. And... I think you had to wait like a decent amount of time after. No. Um... So I actually only waited like two weeks. Um, yeah, I thought I you were supposed covered. to write, wait. Yeah, like people said it was like sixty to ninety days. I thought it was like at least like four weeks. Yeah, I have something absurd about that. And I was like, I asked my doctor, "Can I just get it now?" And he said, "Yes." Dude, it always. I trust the doctor. I mean, no, I totally. But that say. just makes me yeah. think. I'm like, are any of these like numbers that we've been told at all real? <laughs> no, I mean, we're getting hit with a lot of like statistical evidence, but I mean, they're all flawed in some sense in terms of just like some factor or another being yeah. left out. So but it also getting, depends upon the demographic. When are you getting your second? Uh, Friday. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited to get uh, Pfizer. I recommend it. Um, Is that the one that they say getting? that's the one that you should get? Johnson Johnson. I heard Johnson Johnson's the best. <laughs> Yeah, nah. <laughs> what happened with the gun? It caused blood clots. That's blood what it clots, caused. yeah. I think for a few cases, and that's serious. But 
Yeah, I mean, I felt fine. Um, but what sucked is that I had the lingering symptoms afterwards, and they call those the lawn haulers. I didn't know that was a thing. But, I mean, I had, like, a COVID rash. I My joints were killing me at one point. I felt like an old man. I literally did. I couldn't go up the stairs with Alpine and pain. I was ah. like... I was like, ah. this is just not ideal for a 20-year-old kid. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, um, and I consider myself in relatively good shape, too. And yeah, that was, the time, when they told me how bad it was, I was like, no way. Yeah, people at work, and my phone was blowing up when I was in the hospital. because you posted that Snapchat story, bro. Yeah, because people were asking already, because they saw me in the hospital room, like, are you okay? And I did, just didn't, this is literally me just not wanting to deal with, like, uh, explaining it individually. I just said, guys, just wear a mask when you can i mean it's just good to be considered because also COVID is just not fun <laughs> well the, the thing is you just don't know how it's going to affect you yeah exactly and that's why that's it's a scary, scary. Thing. and there's new strains um like coming out like of in india mm-hmm. and yeah india, india just got is getting destroyed yeah india's oh, it's so brutal. overpopulated yeah but now it's kind of interesting how we're hearing about this now well isn't it still happening right now yeah yeah because pages... because i figure it would have been worth i mean pretty bi- it's yeah. been a big deal around the world for but a I thought long it'd be, time now, I, but. I agree, though. I thought it would have been a bigger deal earlier as well. Yeah. Where it's like they would have had like a New York-type situation because everyone's so condensed. Exactly. But it now it's like a new strand is hitting them now that's not even like viable with the vaccine we have. If we go to a second lockdown, though, I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> like, I'm I sorry. I don't see that happening. Um, so where I work, um, we have we – have, Direct contact with people who are actually work for the CDC. CDC is right now. Because I, re- I live in Atlanta. It's right now, Coretta, right? Yeah. I applied for an internship there. Yeah. It's it's hard. <laughs> it's, I, yeah. Well, I applied for an internship to be a wellness coach. Got I, it. I don't think it was because I think they have like a gym area there. That was mm-hmm. when I was applying like strictly for like big personal training positions. It was cool. all last semester, but yeah, which I think is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of died off though. It's all right. I mean, you never know when you can maybe get back into exactly, it. Yeah. Exactly. But anyways, um, yeah, we have. Uh, they say with how things are now, as of now, it's not anything. It's not anything that's concrete to say. Um, they say yeah, things will start to look normal like within the I mean, fall. Texas and Florida, and are they are now. Normal. Yeah, but then, they say you know, but with this kind of virus, you never really know because Alabama's new things normal. pops up. Yeah, exactly. Alabama. I mean, it's kind of nice how things are slightly dying down and becoming normal, and people seem to be transitioning into it pretty totally. nice. Not, it's not abrupt as most people thought it would be. It will Which be is, soon, I think. It will be, uh, yeah, in the summer, I feel. Well, but, also, it's state difference. I don't think mm-hmm. California or, like, New York. Like, New York's allowing, it's, like, uh, June 1st is the day for the first time that the, uh, who play, who's the team in Buffalo? I don't know. I don't know if they. I don't even know what I saw. Regardless, it's like one of the first times in New York places allowed to have outside fans in like upstate New York. I know the Yankees are already doing par, uh, yeah partial uh, fans, but um, I think it's good. That's cool. You're seeing things trickle, but it's just like every state has its own speed, just because the, lo- the local government has more power than we ever thought they did until this happened. <laughs> yeah, that's one so. thing that probably COVID opened some eyes on. Yeah. Um, I would say that I know some friends uh, who go to school in New York. They are not going on to campus until possibly in January, which just is absurd. And but those are people they go to a school I'd never even heard of in New York. What is it, King? I don't know. <laughs> I literally never even heard of that. I was like, oh, and she lives Do in you California. Know what it starts with no, I literally just forgot the name. But she said, really? yeah, I might not be able to go. And I'm like, that's Fordham. It's not Fordham. I have a few friends at Fordham right okay. now. Um, Fordham yeah, that's has the shittiest cafeteria food, just saying. Oh, really? <laughs> but, yeah. Best um, cafeteria food? Liberty. 
even better than tech. And I've had both. Because tech, you got to pay more for it. Liberty's Cafeteria for is food is all you can eat, and it's just as good, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, if you want to go on the topic of Liberty, we can. <laughs> well, dude, I'm just saying. You got to take, take positives wherever you can get Yeah, it. that's true. I No, I can't argue with that. I mean, Virginia Tech's already... Is already um, has always been known to have like really good food, but, but it's the dining program, not the cafeteria. Yeah, that's Come true. on, we're the number one cafeteria. <laughs> All right, that's fair. That's fair. And that's why I got fat when I was at Liberty. That's not true. You started getting into shape when well, you were at Liberty. Well, I got so the funny thing is, I saw a picture of myself and I was bigger in the upper body. I just needed mass, but I saw a picture of my head like circle, more round circle. Oh my gosh, like it literally went like this and just kind of went like that. And I feel like there was like a couple more inches off of it. It was crazy. <laughs> uh, I remember, yeah, you just had a uh, knee surgery. And that was when you started going to your freshman year of college. Yeah, blue. Yeah. You seem to try to make the most of it. Oh, I mean, it is whatever. You got to do what you got to do. I started mm-hmm. swimming a whole bunch. Did yeah, I ever tell you that? Runs took, in the family. I took a whole semester. I, cause I, <laughs> so I was, I was re- rehabilitating my knee and then I partially tore my rotator cuff. And then, because I was like, you know, I'm going to fucking show off to my new friends and try to do as much weight as possible and everything. And oh I like completely yeah, destroyed you, my rotator. Yeah, I remember and that. And then I, I, then I went to my rehab place. I was like, look, I'm not getting surgery. I think it's just partially torn. Can I get some exercises to help with my rotator cuff? The guy's like, you're an idiot. But here's a, some exercises. I did those. But then I swam laps every day for like an hour. And dude, I was... It didn't get you in good shape. I was shredded. Mm-hmm. Like I just, but then, and then that spring, I started eating a ton and just powerlifting. I mean, if you're a swimmer, I mean, you gotta eat a ton. You burn so many. Oh calories. yeah, yeah, yeah. But second semester, I was eating the same amount, if not more, and not doing as much cardio. I get that. It's kind of interesting though, because my mom, I mean, even when she has to like do countless laps and like swimming, and she's she's tiny, she's still pretty tiny, and then she always brings home like fast food and just like all this like you just junk need food. the fat and sugar. Totally. She, yeah, I mean, for her, yes, me, no. <laughs> Yeah. You're not doing like what three miles in the pool every day. No, absolutely not. And then on top of that, you got like a 16 mile run, and she was like, "I kicked that workout's ass today." And then she's like, "Fuck yeah!" And then you were like yeah. sitting there like doing homework yeah, still, exactly. Like, and I'm just there on my computer, still doing work or homework, and I'm dude, just I would like, feel like a fat piece of shit. I do though, feel like, like <laughs> I feel like a total fat piece of shit just like being around her because I'm like I can't live up to that. You're standard. like I know I'm fit too, but like man, I just yeah. feel like insuperior. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to do an Ironman one day. I've said that. Bugless too for me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just we, say you did one. We could train. We could train, yeah. and we have a coach. We have two coaches, Edward and Lynn. Yeah, I was about to say your dad knows his knows his stuff. Well, probably, he's more of a sprinter when it comes to triathlons. He was like, I remember I said something. I was like, oh yeah, weren't you like the best in like South Carolina? He was like, well, I was actually number one in the nation, but for my age group, I no, but it doesn't matter. I was like, oh, sorry, dad, my bad. <laughs> uh, Uncle Edward makes me laugh. <laughs> Humble dude. Humble dude. He is though. Like he really that's is. the thing. It's like. Uh, I mean, you asked. That was the thing. You no, did, exactly. Yeah. If, you, if you don't ask or you don't misspeak, he's not going to tell you. No. And it's like, I'm the total opposite because like half of my humor is me like pretending like I think I'm hot shit. Like that's my humor where like, I'll be like, oh yeah, like you heard me with Brian on the phone today. Like we're talking about whatever, whatever. And I made like a joke about how, you know, it's hard for some people to find a relationship, but like I never had to deal with that. Cause you know I'm such an attractive guy. It's a joke, yeah. completely a joke. Yeah, but, but I mean um, that's also but it's like that's being friends. Half, right? Yeah, that's like half of my humor when I meet people is I pretend like I think I'm super cool. Yeah, you're. Uh, yeah, and that's funny to me. It's ironic. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean I've known you for like what twenty years. Uh, <laughs> twenty consciously about fifteen. You know what I mean. 
Probably. I'm trying to think. Like, when's the last, like, the first memory I can think of with you? That it's like, but I feel like half memories. Uh, Easter, you had really long hair, and uh, we were at Grammys. That's probably it. I think my first ever one of you. Remember the yellow Star Wars shirts that you got? The oh same, yeah, you got the same shirt as me. I don't remember like. I remember you having the same shirt as me, but then I, I just know for a fact that Laura and Monica uh, and Rebecca got sun poisoning. Okay. I know they did because I remember going in and like checking on them in their room. They both had like. Becca had like a puke bucket next to her bed because she was like puking from sun poisoning, Damn. and they were, and they were watching Star Wars for the first time ever because yeah. they weren't allowed to watch like PG thirteen movies. Until I remember they were 13. that, and that was ridiculous. They couldn't say stupid, and no one could watch SpongeBob at the time except for me, and my brothers. What about <laughs> us? You could. Yeah, Wait, we were watching. SpongeBob. I forgot that. Yeah, we were uh, normal. You and I were kind of nerds when it came to video games. It still are. Oh, kinda, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is just us like reminiscing about my like, parents' probably, old childhood. When we my were parents probably wished it would fade, and it never did. No, it never did. I mean, I mean, I definitely don't play as much, but I still appreciate them. Over quarantine, I played, if not more. I feel like everyone did. Oh, dude, it was so bad. Yeah, I, it wasn't bad. I was so active. I played a lot more guitar, and honestly, it kind of just it gave me the opportunity to just be more comfortable um, with myself, which honestly is a very. I think that's a good thing. Uh, Learning to be by yourself for like an incentive period of time. Totally. But I mean, some people, some people actually live that way. Um, Dude, I, yeah. But I can't imagine doing that for your whole life. I love being around other people. I'm an introvert. I just get sick of people after a while. <laughs> yeah, I would just, yeah. I, I just, I just need alone time to recharge. But I'm, oh yeah, I'm majority an extrovert. I just, I'll like, say you're split. Yeah. No, that, well, it's like because I always try to think majority definitely extrovert, but then there's times where I'm like, I cannot see somebody right now. Like I mm. need to just go. Be a hermit for like at least an hour. Just let me go not do anything by yeah. myself. Yeah. I do that pretty often though. Where well, you're more introverted. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, it's like flipped. I can appreciate that. It's like flipped. Mm-hmm. To appreciate your alone time, you need to go out and have some extroverted time. Yeah. Um, they really do. And people have really just said, dude, you're such an introvert. And it's like, why do you say that? Because you read a book every week. I'm like, so <laughs> freaking nerd. Yeah. No, my, uh, a buddy of mine, also named Adam, made, I made that joke and I was just like alright cool <laughs> I can't sit down and read a book oh my god uh, it must be a shitty book I have to be at the beach dude I don't know what it is the only time I or a hammock read it, I mean the Harry Potter books obviously are great I remember you I think Paige might have like suggested to read those books I think no I, I don't know what got me on it but I, when I went to Liberty I was like I need to bring a book I know I stopped at the fourth Harry Potter mm-hmm. when I was like super young so I picked up the fourth one and I read that at Liberty, and then it flowed over to that. No, yeah, it was Liberty. And then, yeah, I don't know. Just from there, I started reading the fifth book at Liberty, and I still haven't finished it. Mm. So, yeah, I'm taking forever. I just, I've always been like a fan of just like developing new habits. Um, but half the time, we think of like, oh, that'll be a good habit to have, but we never really commit to it. But um, I kind of just decided to do it since like uh, February 28th. Um, that's since I decided, you know, I'm gonna start reading book every day. That's cool. Yeah, or every every week, every day. One God book damn. every week. Yeah. As of now, I've read 15 books, and it's been 10 weeks, so I'm a little ahead of schedule. But how <laughs> long are the books? Usually, like 400 pages. Uh, they can range from one was like 80 pages, but that was a screenplay. But then others are like 500 pages, and they usually, I would say the median is around like 300, 400. That's pretty, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, and I usually try to read one at a time. 
but also I, I'm also just interested in terms of like the brain development that or the cognitive development um, that we're kind of like unaware of that's happening. Which one's your favorite so far? Oh man! Uh, you want me to do the Clark? The Clark. It's called a Mount Rushmore. So you pick four, no particular order, because there's no ranking of the Mount Rushmore guys. You know, it's just four guys that are all great. So just pick four books that I already know my favorite book. Oh, ever. okay. Sorry, yeah. no I was trying to make it easy for you, but you're ready. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, uh, my favorite book ever is Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. That's something that anyone can Man's really... Search, Man's Search for Meaning. Man's Search for Meaning. By Viktor Frankl. Fra- Viktor Frankl. Yeah, that's a book that can, uh, I think anyone can benefit from okay. in terms of realizing that some things are really not as bad as they seem. And I'll tell you like the lessons I've learned from that. Um, there's a power that comes from purpose. Um, even in like the darkest places in the world, you will always find like you can always find like some light, some light, and some sort uh, sense of kindness from another individual. Um, there's never really a, a good reason for you to not be the best person that you can be. It's okay to feel certain ways, and also, well, ultimately there is a power that comes from purpose. So the, I'll just give like a really, really, really quick summary of like the author. Um, Victor Frankl was a, um, he's a psych, um, a psych therapist that graduated from the University of Austria, but he's also a Holocaust survivor. Okay. So being able to witness like the very uh, worst that like humans are capable of and to also f- still find that sense of hope in terms of like being in like the worst situation imaginable, he was able to still find that, find that sense of hope even in like the darkest times and he and he basically taught people to apply that in terms of like even everyday situations totally and that goes off of like logotherapy but also i mean that book just like i've read it like three times it's that's my favorite book favorite nonfiction, and then favorite fiction book dude fight club is pretty good fight club <laughs> fight club have you not seen the movie no all right well then different subjects <laughs> so, yeah i mean the movie's pretty good but i'm also I've, a film buff i've not so. seen fight club i know i've seen like i haven't seen fight club forrest gump or lion king yeah those, those, are, like, those <laughs> wow. are like those are like my three that everyone's like are you kidding me bro you i mean lion movies? king that oh my gosh well i know it happens but like whatever they watch it all the way through whatever yeah i get it video games <laughs> yeah i get it I, like my attention span now is bad so i can't even imagine what my attention span was when i was like five i get five. it <gasps> like there's no way you can sit me down and make me watch a movie other than like jimmy neutron or shrek jimmy neutron. well everyone loves shrek and i remember J- jimmy neutron like back in my childhood the uh, movie though that was what we the movie is what started it, the tv show exactly it's i know so that good yeah i remember uh favorite nickelodeon show um SpongeBob was pretty good, but I remember watching the Backyard Agains for like Kids Nick. You liked the Backyard Agains when I was really, really little. Really? Yeah. Because well, you had to be like second or first grade. Yeah, I I don't remember the characters at all. I just remember like watching it. So it's like the male cow with the udders, and it made no sense. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember. The, I didn't really like the movie, but I remember watching the show. Like I'd wake up early before school and like sit in the kitchen and watch Backyard Agains. Yeah, I remember that. I mean. I mean, the only thing that was on is like Dora the Explorer, Backyard Agains, and then you have to go to school. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then uh, when I was really, really young, everyone watched Barney and whatnot. Uh, man, those were good times. I was an Elmo guy. Elmo? Yeah, 
I got you. But then I don't know why I was, because I was like terrified of mascots no, and stuff. Uh, no, Teletubbies scared the hell out of me. <laughs> I would cry every time we come on the TV. Dude, Teddy loved Teletubbies. It's super creepy if you think Yeah, about I mean, when we look back on it, yeah. The Wiggles. They were oh great. God. The Wiggles were great. Yeah. You know the yellow guy? So the yellow guy died, and then they replaced the yellow guy, and now they've replaced the yellow guy with the lady. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But the Wiggles are dead now. They they they, they missed their... Their prime time was when I was, like, little. <laughs> they were, 100%. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to like favorite kids TV show back in the day, I would say I probably watched Fairly Odd Parents and uh, Dude, that was my favorite too. Yeah, Fairly yeah, Odd yeah, Parents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's SpongeBob. That was. I think I liked Fairly Odd Parents a little bit more than SpongeBob. Yeah, I feel like I've watched Fairly Odd Parents more than SpongeBob. And if they were like both on, unlike two of the Nick channels, I'd usually pick Fairly Odd Parents. I would just go back and forth. That's what we would always do. I like Jimmy Neutron a lot too. Though. Yeah, I, I, yeah, obviously. <laughs> the one episode where I remember because I was like. I don't know why I loved it, but I always I always liked girls, and you know I was never one of those kids that was like, "Ew, girls, dude, are you kidding me?" Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of got over that pretty quickly because I was I also like hit puberty near second grade, so like that might be why. <laughs> but um, there was an episode where like Jimmy and Cindy got like, or Cindy got stuck on like an, an island. island, yeah, yes, and they were like like liking each other, and I remember I loved that episode. I was like, dude, finally yeah. some romance, <laughs> and then like, and then it didn't work out. It didn't work out because that was when their friends came back. And then, uh, and then they were like, oh, Yeah, exactly. It, ah, man. Kids. Gosh, <laughs> dude. That was the time. I was trying to think, like... I remember my brothers and I would... I remember watching the Jimmy Neutron movie. I could remember every moment of that movie. I actually really enjoyed it. We bought it on DVD. But then... My brothers and I have probably seen the Spongebob movie at least 50 times. <laughs> it's so funny. I remember that was probably the hardest I've laughed as a kid, just like watching that in theaters. Oh, dude, it was, that was such a good movie. Yeah, we, I, we, I think I watched it in theaters too. Remember when they, yeah. like, they kept like zooming out to the pirates watching it in theaters? And I remember yeah. being little, being like, I'm in theaters too. When you look back to some of the reference, like Jane drunk off ice cream, I think oh, yeah, it's hilarious. It's, uh, it's jokes that we wouldn't understand back then. Oh, yeah. Because I, I rewatched Shrek, like, I was talking about this mm-hmm. like maybe seven days ago and like dude some of the jokes i was like whoa i was oblivious yeah it's kind of like when he told donkey he's like you stupid jackass or something yeah like that. but that was like subtle and then there was some more where you're like like wow okay mm. i mean definitely go over your head wait was like, it with uh lord farquaad in his bed oh no, yeah. no. <laughs> he goes, it was his castle he goes oh. he looks at donkey he goes i wonder if he's overcompensating for something <laughs> that's <laughs> funny you're like oh shit okay yeah I don't know you can tell yeah that's pretty creative especially for like the more adult humor they can totally. appreciate well because you have to you have to realize like adults are going to sit down with their kids oh yeah and they want to be like at least slightly entertained to a point of like nope so bad you know mm-hmm. Jumanji great movie Jumanji oh the first oh, one. Oh, we watched the second one at your place duh yeah remember? we did yeah oh, I remember the first one with Robin Williams I mean that was fantastic oh I hate that movie so much what? So terrifying. F that. Dude. Oh, yeah. That's the right. monkey you, people, dude? Oh. The monkey kid. It was only one. Oh, really? Yeah. It was awful. Yeah. Scared the It was pretty scary, but then you looked at like the new <clears throat> ones, which are pretty entertaining with like the big cast like that. I enjoyed those movies. Dude, I, yeah. I, I remember seeing that scene, and I walked out. As soon as that scene came on, I said, I'm done. That movie in The Goonies. Couldn't do it. I love the Goonies. I've never finished the Goonies in my life. I started sobbing as soon as like the not so scary guy, just the guy that was like disabled. I never knew any of this about you in terms of you being freaked out by 
innocent movies, I guess. It's not innocent. Dude, the guy was terrifying. It's like, dude, they tied down the kid in the theater. It's not his know? fault he looks like that. Well, okay. <laughs> but I'm not like, okay, I was a little, so obviously yeah. I'm not looking at him like, okay, this is like a guy who clearly has special needs and like, he's just different from us. I'm a little kid who's like five or six. I see him, he screams, he starts running at a kid, I start crying, I go upstairs and I play Tony Hawk Underground 2. Like, <laughs> like, that's what I did on my PS1. you remember distinctly what you did? No, I do. I went up in my parents' room, I hooked up the PlayStation 1, and then I played that until the movie was done. I thought it was me. I was smiling so big when he was at the top of the ship, and he's like, Hey, you guys! And then all of a sudden has a knife down, and then come down and save the day. I love that. See, I don't know what you're talking about. No, that's my favorite scene of the movie. Well, I've never seen it, so like... I've, well, you need to watch it. I don't think I do. <laughs> Alright, whatever. I mean, you can't watch a horror movie. I've seen Sandlot. Can't... Well, Sandlot's a classic. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. Ooh. My brother got in uh, major trouble back in the day when he was a kid for watching that movie. Sandlot? Yeah, because he didn't know what the word shit mean. And so, he said to my mom one time... Cal or Ryan? Cal. What does shites mean? <laughs> and then my mom... Oh my god, put a beady on me. Wait, it. really? Yeah. Oh my she ripped him a new one. It was so funny. I don't remember Why? I remember Talon being horrified. You just asked a question though. Yeah. It, well, she was just mad that he said it. He's like, We should have never let him watch that movie. Uh, and that's one of my favorite movies from my childhood. I mean, it's what got us into playing. Dude, when baseball. they chewed the chewing tobacco and they just vomited. That was everywhere. funny. That's yeah. such an iconic scene. Yeah, that's a pretty iconic oh scene. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's a great movie. I saw I saw Ferris Bueller's Day Off for that's the- for the first time, not like a year ago, like last spring. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? Love it. Such a funny movie. Like They were like, Adam, how have you not seen this? I feel like you would love this movie. It's like one of my favorites. It's such a funny, feel-good movie. Oh, yeah. Have you seen the theory that the main, uh, that the guy that was sick. Cameron. Cameron, Ferris Bueller's not even real. Yeah, it's all in his head. Yeah. Yeah, I don't and like he never, theories. He, ne- he never left his bed. I never, I, I don't like those theories. It just kind of ruins the movie. Why? I don't know. It's the same thing with um, conspiracy theories. I hate conspiracy theories. How about this? In Infinity War, who was the main character? Arguably, I mean, the main the main uh, hero, I would say, would be no, Iron Man. The main character. In Infinity War. Thanos? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's Thanos. All right. But like you just, a lot of people just assume they're like, oh, it's Captain America. Obviously. No, it's not Captain America. But it's like people assume it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he was, wasn't even half of the movie. So I mean, why would it be with him? Because well, like yeah. for me personally, I was like, well, the main character is just the Avengers, period. And you're like, well, we talked about it in theater class here. Mm. And I was like, well, and he was like, well, think about it. Who started the movie? Who finished the movie? Pretty much like it followed Thanos the whole time and they just threw in snippets of all the Avengers in different positions throughout the whole movie. So the whole movie was literally based about Thanos. That's true. I can understand that. But when there's always usually an antagonist and protagonist. Well, the protagonist is usually the main character, so that's why we just kind of assume. Sometimes, yeah. Um, it really depends upon the movie. But I, you know, I can see that. Yeah, uh, Thanos being the main, being the main character. But then the second movie, he wasn't. He was only in half oh, the movie. No, yeah, he was yeah. not. At that point, I would, he was say, only it was in the I, I would say it was Iron Man at that point. He was the one who was really struggling the most in terms of. I mean, well, A, he finally stayed the planet, and I think, what, like, Captain Marvel saved him? Yeah, 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 Captain Marvel saved him. Dude, she made so many weird cameos. She did. Like, she barely talked. It was so weird. Yeah. It's like she was just there to be super overpowered, and she was super sick, though. Yeah. She, she took down, like, a whole ship, and you're like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> she came out of nowhere and just, like, brought the whole thing Literally, down. they're all struggling to fight off, like, five guys, and she's, like, whole entire mass, like, 
group of enemies taken down. I like blow. the subtle movie references they made in that film, in that movie. Oh, like when they went back in time, that's America's ass, like that stuff? Yeah. That's a great that, one. That's America's ass, and also with uh, Thor, uh, <laughs> Thor was sitting down with the glasses on, He it was referencing the big Lebowski. Oh. Yeah, that yeah, was I've funny. That. The dude. Oh my god. Alright. I didn't know what that <laughs> You're is. like... Oscar worthy, like movie deprived. I don't understand. I don't even know what the Big Lebowski is. Oh my god, it's one of the best comedies ever, in my opinion. I don't know. It's one of those <sighs> movies that your dad, I guarantee, would have loved. The Big Lebowski is it raunchy? Sorta. Of. Is it like? Uh, do you know the Cullen Brothers? Is it a lot of sex jokes. No. Then my dad probably liked it. Yeah, <laughs> it's really not like a whole lot, but I mean, it's just really funny. Yeah, I've never seen it. It's about like a, a stoner. Uh, Oh, it's like the a stoner bowler, the blonde guy. No, that's uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that either. Oh my god, dude! Why are we even talking about movies if you haven't seen the movie? <laughs> dude, I've seen a lot of movies. It's just spotty. It just takes it takes a lot to get right. me to sit down. Best movie you ever seen? Departed. Thank you. That's one of my. I've favorite. seen good movies. You know, yeah. I just haven't seen like the fillings. Yeah, The Departed is one of my favorite movies ever. It's probably my favorite, and then. If I were to do five out of order, just like maybe movies I love, The Departed, La La Land, Surf's Up, has to, it just has to be in there. Surf's Up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Surf's it's Up. So good. Well, we'll go back to that. <laughs> All um, right. I really like. It's still standing out. Stand, oh, ooh, ooh, uh, Gladiator. Drive. Drive's good. That was one with, with Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling. That was good. Super slept on. Mm-hmm. Super slept on. It like Baby Driver copied the plot practically, but. Um, awkward guy that likes to drive mm. wants to find a woman yada yada finds a woman issues happen with the woman yada yada things happen there's a big final heist literally the exact same plot of Baby Driver but Ryan Gosling like the whole entire time you're uneasy mm-hmm. there's never a single moment where you sit back and you're like you know what I feel pretty relaxed watching this there's a sense of paranoia in the uh, film it's cause he's so like weirdly paranoid and silent and awkward well he, yeah he's a stuntman he also did like he's yeah. so awkward in it I think he I think he potentially could have like I don't even know but Drive and then one more. I really like. I really really liked um, Isle of Dogs. That's the. Um, it's like the claymation movie. Yeah, he made by the, the guy that made Fantastic Mr. Fox and uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, I don't know his name, but I really. Liked I know the, who. He, I wouldn't who he put is. a top five, but I really. That's an like honorable mention. Yeah, that's, those are great movies. Great I like. Selection. I like pretty much every movie with DiCaprio in it. He's just so good. Oh, uh, not Inception. I like the uh. Interstellar. The one I've never seen that. Okay, it's three hours long. I can't sit there. <laughs> I mean, so is The Departed. <laughs> no, it's two hours and forty minutes. <laughs> oh my god! Also, the Interstellar has a lot of slow points. All right, let's be honest. I enjoyed it. Though. I watched like the first hour and was like, oh, like slipping away, and I was like, look, guys. All right, I'm gonna hit you with some movie questions. Favorite sequel. Shrek 2 100% <laughs> name okay. a better sequel like Deadass name a better sequel The Godfather Part 2 I've never seen Godfather exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really haven't seen a lot of movies oh my god yeah, uh, Terminator 2 was I've never seen awesome. Terminator <laughs> I know you haven't um, dang these are, this is my list um, I know but I'm just trying to think I'm like alright um, let me think of a favorite new... trilogy how about that not trilogy favorite third movie there's not a lot of good third movies the Dark Knight Rising wasn't bad. Oh, yeah, shit. But Those The Dark Knight out. is my favorite superhero oh, movie yeah, of all that, time. Yeah. That's probably the best sequel, then. 
Yeah. Uh, I would say The Dark Knight's actually my favorite superhero movie, period. But... Hmm. I wonder what mine is. I mean, I do like the... Oh! Spider-Man 2, Tobey Maguire. That's, oh, yeah. That, that might be that might be too. the best sequel ever. Yeah. I oh, like my gosh. Tobey Maguire was a great Spider-Man. Doc Ock. Tobey Maguire's a great Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they, Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and uh, Tobey Maguire, all three different Peter Parkers. So here's the thing. Tom, Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker was great and awkward. Yeah. So awkward. Unbelievably. Stayed, I think he could have been a little bit cooler. A little bit cooler. He's trying to stay true to the comics, though. But inside the suit with the quips... Andrew Garfield was the best, in my opinion. Okay. When it came to the quips and stuff, like the first scene when the guy's robbing the car and he's like, "You know, you really sarcastic. Should, you know, yeah. you should really lock the door next time you That's do that." That's true. And he's going and he goes and blows it right in his nuts. It's like it's funny, <laughs> like you know, it's, yeah. he's being the quippy Spider-Man we all love. And Tom Holland does it too, but Tobey Maguire didn't do that. Tobey Maguire was pretty much silent most of the time when he was Spider-Man, besides going, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> his screams are pretty legendary. Yeah, you know? yeah they were. <laughs> And then Tom Holland is pretty good. Um, he's, I would say for the new and for this um, for like the new Marvel Cinematic freshman universe. sophomore Peter yeah. Parker, amazing. I agree. So I mean, so far they've hit it pretty well with um, the Spider-Man films. Oh, the Miles Morales one, uh, the animated one, amazing. I, that was fantastic. Oh my gosh, that amazing. was phenomenal. This Spider-Man movie coming up, I'm literally gonna like have to bring tissues, not for crying, because it's gonna be insane. It's gonna have Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom. Yeah, Holland. it's like the all the three universes, like and Doc together. Ox coming back, same yeah. actor and I everything. I hope J, uh, J. J. Jameson. Jameson. Yeah, with J.K. Simmons, I love that actor. You know, he did the voice for the Spider-Man video game. Yeah, he did. And that I mean, so he's cool. fun. He is literally J. Jonah James. Yeah, he's perfect. Name somebody else that looks exactly like the comics, sounds exactly how you're just supposed to sound if you're him. I mean, he's perfect. Oh, he's so good. Yeah, he's funny too. I mean, like he's just a funny character. Fat stogie in his mouth, always yeah. chomping on it. He's always like contradicting himself, kind of <laughs> in terms of like his view on Spider Man. Spider Man. He's like, he's like. Peter, I don't like the photo. You're fired. He's like, we need this photo. All right, you're on fire. <laughs> Actually, we have a job for you. Yeah. So, so I always thought it was kind of funny. So Peter Parker's just like, dude, I don't know why I put up with this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, I would say favorite Spider-Man movie, I, I think the second one is probably my favorite. Because I probably just have best. so many great um, great memories from that. I, I remember like, being a... F- like the train scene? Oh, yeah. I mean, that kind of just... That was insane. That was so intense. Just him screaming the entire time. Yeah. I remember being little, being like, that's He's like, oh man, he's giving his all. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good actor. I haven't seen him in too many films lately. He's got typecasted. That's true, but I mean, he was in The Great Gatsby. He was Actually, no, yeah, he did a great job in The Great Gatsby. Yeah, but he also does well for playing like the awkwardness in that, um, as that character. He plays like more awkward characters, I would say. Yeah, because he looks awkward. Yeah, I mean, that... He played Bobby Fischer. <laughs> imagine him trying to play a tough guy. True. It would happen in Spider-Man 3. That's what happened. We imagined him trying to play a tough guy. And, and then that out. just ruined the movie. <laughs> or at least that was all. I didn't think that was a bad movie, but that scene, <laughs> I was just like, everyone's like, what the hell are they doing? When I was little, I probably thought it was cool. Yeah, I when I was little, like, I thought it was cool. I was like, damn, he looks like Drake Bell. It's kind of sick. <laughs> <laughs> Drake and Josh is... Drake Bell's a great Spider-Man. He could. No, no, no. He, he voice acts Spider-Man, the animated one. That was a while no, ago. No, still. Still? Still the animated... Yeah, well, actually, no, he got canceled, so he's probably not doing it anymore. Uh, we but, could go upon, like, The Greatest Joker, too, and now if we're just... Well, that's the debate between Heath Ledger and Mark Hamill, in my opinion. Well, I... Because Mark th- Hamill is the voice of the Joker, but Heath Ledger did the best in-person portrayal. I would say that's because, I mean... <laughs> you want to segue into this, or do you want to I don't care, go. All yeah. right, we're just segue into the Joker now. Um, 
Yeah, I would say Mark Hamill. I mean, when it comes to voice acting and like giving like that that iconic Joker. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, he's the most iconic, and I think that the Arkham games, like, Arkham games, uh, the TV series, which I would watch all the time when I was younger, phenomenal. Um, Heath Ledger just brought something new to the table in terms of like giving like a more. He's like more of a terrorist kind of like um like view well, of it. I think- he was, he basically embodied. Uh, and being an agent of chaos, which is kind of like their point to prove in the I movie. I think he did a good job of making it not too cheesy. Oh, because, yeah. Because the Joker was like, oh, it's a clown. Oh, With like the stars on yeah, his face. Yeah, yeah. A guy walks around as a clown. Wow, la, la, la. Like, that's so creepy. And then he was like, no, he wears makeup and still War looks paint, like a yeah. clown. But, like, he's dark. And, like, he does not care. He's reckless. And it's, like, more of, like, a... I can see somebody slipping into this mental state in real life, which makes it just as terrifying. Yeah, exactly. And it also makes for a great character study. Um, and which, later on, you know, the movie sucks. Joker came out. Yeah, it sucks that he died. Yeah, Heath Ledger. He was a phenomenal he actor. He the third one, too. Yeah, they were planning on it. And, and then, then, um... I mean, it was unfortunate, but, I mean, he left a pretty... Um, amazing legacy in terms of like the acting world top 10 most attractive humans to ever exist is heath ledger if you see him in brokeback mountain i agree well okay no i'm kidding no, but i haven't Actually, seen it yeah. but i heard it's really good it's a really good movie i, I saw joan hall's a great actor no i know too. i saw the trailer and i was like Paige, i heard this is like a legendary movie and i feel like we might want to watch it's it it's sad it's sad so well yeah. we looked at the trailer and it's like a classic like early 2000s trailer oh god where it's like the romance begins to kick in and then it like cuts the scene of them brokeback mountain yeah <laughs> Like, you know that one iconic guy's voice? It was him yeah. voicing over the trailer, and I'm like, yeah, I don't a know. Really dark voice. I don't know if I, yeah, I don't or, know if I can do voice. it. Yeah. yeah, I can understand that. It's actually a really good movie. No, I I recommend it. Um, and plus, Jake Gyllenhaal, I think, is a really What's your favorite Jake Gyllenhaal work? Nightcrawler. Same. Yeah, hey, hey let's go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was phenomenal in that movie. He was a great Mysterio, too. Oh, yeah. I agree. I think he's just a great actor. I mean, he was great in Southpaw, which I would say... I need to see that still. It's good. I, it's an okay movie, um, but he did a great job acting in it. That's cool. I would say that. Tom um, Hardy, killer as well. Well, Tom Hardy's just a weird dude. dude I love he's it. He's so good. Yeah, I love him. He's awesome. The, the funny thing is, like, I I saw, I've seen Tom Hardy in things, but I remember I saw uh, the third Batman, mm-hmm. Dark Knight Rises. Bane. And I saw Bane, and they're like, oh, it's Tom Hardy. And I'm like, so in my brain, Tom Hardy's some, like, six foot four humongous bald guy like I almost imagine if Kingpin like uh, he's not bald uh, he's only bald in one movie no that's what I'm in Bane he's only bald in Bane at least no, my... there's another movie called Bronson that he plays uh, Charlie Bronson he's a notorious prisoner he was bald in that movie and then he got ripped for that movie to become basically it kind of segued into him becoming Bane because okay. he was like yoked already yeah. on steroids yeah <laughs> so but so so my my idea of Tom Hardy was he was that guy then I started, I started seeing movies like Inception and stuff, and I'm like, that's Tom? Or like Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. And I was like, uh, that's Outlaw. Tom Hardy? I was like, that's Bane? Like, it's crazy. You, you would was, like the movie Warrior. I've already seen that, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was phenomenal. Yeah, he was great in Warrior too. I've seen Warrior like five or six times. It's a great movie. It's good. I watched them like, so watch some of the fight scenes because George St. Pierre did a segment where he broke down fight scenes in movies, like mm-hmm. with GQ. And first off, George St. Pierre is like, like the best human being to ever exist mm-hmm. he's like i don't know what's going on like he's like the french canadian accent that was really bad but french canadian <laughs> accent but he's just smiling the whole time and talking so loud and so excited but i watched the he's fight. enjoying it That's i watched the fight scenes it was pretty good but it's pretty cheesy 
Yeah. It's Hollywood. Uh, it's Hollywood, man. But yeah, I mean, Tom Hart is actually definitely one of my favorite actors. I think he's so short. Really? He's like five six, five eight. Really? He's not a five six. Stocky. He's, he's like stocky. he's like five eight or five nine. Definitely under five ten. Stocky sob. Okay, I'm looking it up because I'm full of shit. So I yeah. Have no idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe it. But it's kind of funny because he would always just bring his dog to like the red carpet whenever he would have like a showcase of some sort for a film. Yeah, five foot nine. Dude, I'm five eight. So Tom Holland's five eight. All right, now I feel a little bit better about myself. Yeah, you're fine. You're good. <laughs> yeah. Caprio's six foot. Really? I wouldn't think he was six. I wouldn't either. Um, there's a funny thing Joe Rogan was talking about. He's like, you know how like Hollywood like has evolved? Speaking of other great podcasts, yeah. Yeah, the greatest. But <laughs> when it comes to like how actors are portrayed as attractive in Hollywood, it's evolved so much. He goes, literally back in the day, you could just be a handsome face and the worst body in your that you could ever imagine and people are still in love with you. And he goes... The only person that that still stands for is Leonardo DiCaprio. It's just he has a dad bod? But, what? yeah, like, he's not an attractive under the neck. But, like, up here, he's, like, insanely beautiful. He's, um, yeah, attractive face. I heard he's really nerdy. Dude, they're all theater kids. True. That's why everybody, <laughs> but, that's why everybody always forgets, like, Tom Hardy, like, has mentioned how he's, like, experimented, like, bisexually. Really? And I you're like, that. And you're, like... Okay, like I did not in Channing that. Tatum too, and you just forget that because you see them as like well, we worked as a stripper at one point. We, too. You, you see them as like manly, manly, like urgh, mm-hmm. like tough guys, but they're just great actors, and actors come from theater, and theater people like not to stereotype, but I like, think Zac Efron also discussed the same thing in terms. I don't, of, I don't know if he, he is bisexual. Did. He is. Mm-hmm. You see his plastic surgery. I heard he got like a facelift. Oh my surgery. gosh, he looks so bad. Uh, I didn't really care to look. So he gained weight. So he did this show where he like traveled the world, ate food. Yeah, uh, the one on Netflix. It was like down to earth. It was super. I've seen. Was, like, I saw the first episode. Uh, I've watched the whole series, and it was actually pretty good. Yeah, it was good. So, but he gained weight because obviously he's traveling, not working out as much as he used to, and like eating more. And he went on Hot Ones too, and I was like, oh wow, Zac Efron definitely has gained some weight. And then instead still of still looks great. Instead, yeah, obviously better than I'll ever look in my life, but. <laughs> Instead of cutting down all the way, he just, I guess, got plastic surgery. And it looks like they just smushed it all up to, like, get away from his jawline. He looks terrifying. Ah, plastic surgery. Yeah, why? Dude, you're the most attractive guy in, like, arguably history in Hollywood. Why are you touching your face? I will say he looks really good in Baywatch. Dude, he was so roided up. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he said, like, oh my gosh, the training regime he had to go through was Eight meals a day? Yeah. He says, I will never be that healthy again. It no, was they awful. said it takes it out of you. I can't even imagine. Imagine being The Rock because he does that 24-7. Yeah, I mean, at that point, it's his lifestyle. Well, it probably gets easier. Yeah, you're right because then you don't have to like start from the bottom to go to the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, Zac Efron was so shredded. <laughs> Zac Efron. Dude, he was so ripped. So the rest of this podcast, we're just going to be like dripping over like Zac Efron. <laughs> dude, I, I forget who it was, but somebody was like, yeah, I think all dudes are at least like Super insensitive, but like I think all dudes are like twenty percent gay. And then Paige goes in and she's like, Adam's at least forty percent. And I was like, Damn, Paige. <laughs> I mean, oh, I just think it's God. like, especially when you start working out, I think you become like also super comfortable with my sexuality. I know I'm straight, mm-hmm. but it's like I have like I'm one of those people that like will if I got like you get hit on by gay guys every once in a while. If I get hit on by a gay guy, I don't. I'm not. I'm like, hey, like I'm I'm straight, but like then I hang out with him though. I'm not like weirded right. out about it. You yeah. Know? Like some people are like super taken away. Well, it's because it's really something they've ever really been 
in that kind of situation. Before. But also, it's like a yeah. compliment to me. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, cool. Well, we can just hang out then. Like, I don't care. <laughs> like, let's chill. But uh, so I'm like super comfortable in the sense where I can do that. And then, but working out too, I can like admire people and be like, holy crap. Like, wow. It's yeah. just insane. Like, Chris Hemsworth is jacked. I agree. Great looking guy. Like, it's annoying, but it's like, I admire it. Does that make any sense? No, it made perfect sense. It's just now I have just like a few thoughts going through my head right now. Um, I kind of like have the same idea in terms of like being complimented by it because I was at a Halloween party once and I think I told you about this. Just as a playboy. Yeah, yeah, No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, I was a lumberjack. Close, but... <laughs> Lumberjacked, dude. Yeah, I was a lumberjack. I had like the red flannel. I had like uh, the beanie. It was really just, I had the boots. Do you have the beard? I had like, slightly the beard. It was yeah. like when you were younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um, it was like last year, like last Halloween, and I had the I was rocking the really short shorts that a buddy of mine had. Jean shorts or like it, athletic, like really really short cut out jean nice. shorts. <laughs> so I was really th- showing off some thigh action with the uh, boots on, and I got asked twice if I was gay, and I, it was kind of fun though. I got, all right, man. I got asked. Are you straight? I'm like I actually laughed it off. I thought it was hilarious. I'm like, nah, dude, I'm straight. And then. His name was uh, Brendan, and he worked at the coffee shop down uh, near my dorm at the time. And he said, "Like, well, no, no, no." So I wasn't mean any offense. I'm like, I'm not offended by it at no, all. No, he's no. like, he's like, no. What I'm saying is that you're a good, good looking guy. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, thanks, man. Now here's my question: Are you straight? <laughs> that, was he like, no? <laughs> like, yeah, he, he was straight. Oh, he was. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, he was and then the second guy was gay. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he was but just asking if you were gay. Period. He's like, he's like, all right, man. I gotta ask, are you gay? And I was just like, I'm just saying, you're a good-looking guy, and you're really pulling off those jean shorts really well. So he might be gay, probably. No, I don't I'm know. Gay, hey, gay. that's that's for him to that's for him through. to explore. Yeah, um, absolutely. But so then, uh, yeah, it's kind of one of those things where I never really, um, like I always saw it as a compliment, and I, I would say over the past couple of years, I mean, I I've never had a problem with it. But in terms of like what you're saying, in terms of like people like being somewhat like. Your girlfriend saying you're forty percent gay. That was, <laughs> that was funny, but I mean, I know uh, girls who like classify as like lesbian. They say it's like it, they say kind of like it's not like a hundred percent lesbian. If anything, they're into girls like eighty percent and then twenty so percent so guys. They're bisexual. Yeah, but they don't say they're bisexual. That doesn't make sense. To it me. doesn't make sense to me either. So, I, so here's my thing. I think if you're bisexual, it means that it doesn't mean you're fifty fifty. It means that you could go both ways. Period. They could go both ways, but maybe they've never actually hooked up with a guy before. But I they, don't know. But they, if they're still attracted to the guy's sex, yeah, exactly. Or at least they can appreciate or admire like the looks, I guess. But I but mean, I'm not buying. I can appreciate the looks of a good-looking guy. Exactly. But I mean, I I can agree with that. But I never, I didn't really understand what she was saying about that. Yeah. And she's a smart girl. But then again, I mean, I'm so I, I have no idea. Yes. Yeah. I just. I'm and this is like one straight white guy. It was just like a. Conversation that I kind of just like butted in because it was lunchtime and uh, <laughs> like, they were talking about it. I overheard it and then uh, yeah, they just kind of continued. You're about like, it. I like girls too. What's up? What's up? Let's I mean, these are two and... girls. Um, one's from UPenn and the other one's from Michigan. I mean, they're so really kind of idiots. <laughs> kind of idiots. Yeah, they're dumbasses. So Such I was like, bad what the schools. hell are they saying? <laughs> yeah, I, said, I better watch what I say around them um, so I don't make like a fool of myself. But I mean, it was just kind of like, huh? I never. Really, I guess I never really had the experience in terms of just like thinking about that. But yeah, I've always identified as straight. I never really had like thoughts of, um, I never had like different thoughts otherwise. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I, I think I it's kind of funny how I, your girlfriend says. I, she's kidding, but yeah, I, I, I definitely think it's something. It's just funny. Yeah, it definitely is something to think about. You either have or you don't. Yeah. 
but yeah, I mean, that could go. I mean, that conversation could go. Bo- um, yeah. Also, I, just, I get ways. nervous because I don't want to say something stupid, so I'm probably gonna segue away from it. Just yeah, I mean, it, I, I could slip up. That's one of the. Da- that's one of the. Uh, crack my head open because I'm oblivious. I'm an idiot, and I'm white, and I'm straight, yeah. and somebody could definitely. I think it's good to talk about these things. Totally, yeah. and the good yeah. thing is that I have like 16 listeners, so they're all just gonna. Be 16 like, whole listeners. Oh, Adam, including me. Oh, yeah. Adam, you're such a dork, and I'm be like, thanks, guys. They're not gonna think anything of it. Ten years from now, but just like imagine being on a big platform, somebody clips it to where you say something like super stereotypical or super bad, and they just clip those little tidbits and don't let you defend yourself after you say it and be like, hey, but. In clarification, I have no idea what I'm talking about. And they just clip it, and they make it sound like you're well, I think homophobic, little, and then they post it. I think when um, I think it's kind of sad in terms of how we actually need to be aware of that now, especially when it was out of a sense of being cordial and innocent and not meaning any harm in any way. No, I know totally, and I mean yeah, but it's yeah, I can understand. I that. don't think anyone's gonna come for me. I no, I don't think anyone's gonna come for you. I'm either. literally so calm right now, but <laughs> yeah. All right, said way two different topic then. Yeah, I don't know. This hat's yeah, sick. Yeah, 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 I don't know. We are at the Got, we, we're at, we are at the just past the fifty five minute point. Do you want to end it now, or you want to keep care. going, bro? I'm just letting you know. Yeah, I'll, I'll wear this bitchin' hat for you if you want. Dude, you can do whatever you want. It's a nice hat. Give me a choice, bro. I'm gonna see what my mom. You're a what? My mom. My mom was like, "Hey, if you guys got a three O, please send me a transcript report card because they get like uh, better insurance if we're getting three O's. Yeah, I know. Same here. Because I'm still in college. I like my brothers. I definitely did not get a 3-0. Spoiler. You hear that, you 16 listeners? He did not get a 3-0. Well, I heard last time I was describing to... Um, Clark? Clark. Well, how my finance experience went. Okay. I'm actually curious about like the story about in terms of like what you and Clark talked about. Because he's in California right now. So, And by the way, Clark is a, a friend from Liberty. Yes. Correct? yes. Yeah. So, quick summary of what we talked about. We talked about... Change from Liberty to California. Liberty is like literally the conservative Christian bubble of the world. California is not so much. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how is that? And he's like, oh, it's like nice. It's great. Everyone f- it seems more expressing of whatever they want to feel. And I'm like, I'm all for that. Like, that's yeah. going to be so nice. One reason why I left Liberty. And then he talked about the food. He's into cooking now. He talked about his job. His girlfriend lives in Santa Barbara. So they're an hour away from each other, that's which is bad. super nice. Um, he talked about the ratty skate kids. He said these like 12 year old, like 12 to like 17 year old skate kids run the whole city. He said like, <laughs> they can literally be on like in the middle of traffic blocking the road. And if you say anything to them, they just flick you off or just like, get out of the fucking road. And like, they just like, nobody does anything. And I'm sure Clark loves that. He said it's hilarious. And then he said, uh, he'll go play basketball at the park and he'll like, just like whoever's there he'll play with. And one time he played with like these like sophomores in high school. And whenever he missed, they'd be like, hey, shot's broken, buddy, isn't it? And they like, <laughs> they're like talking shit down. Uh, that's yeah. actually really, really funny. He's kind of talking about that. We talked about dieting a lot because Clark was vegan for very I remember long. that. Clark was vegan for a pretty decent amount of time I knew him. And then and he's he, a big guy, too. He, yeah, yeah. So I found out his dad is a fa- uh, beef farmer. So his dad farm, is a cattle farmer. Mm-hmm. And he does like, he feeds, but he feeds the cows beef and soy. I would not be like soy and like uh, corn, I think it is, soy which is okay. which makes them like obesely huge. And we were like talking about it, and I was like, he was like, he was talking about how like red meat's bad, yada yada. He, like Joe Biden had said something about like, hey, avoid red meat if you have like so like COVID, because like o- obesity we saw was a big thing that COVID affected like well, yeah. extremely. Mm-hmm. And he was like, avoid red meat. Apparently, somebody in the Biden administration said so. And I was like, well, I don't think red meat's bad. I just think it's how we process red meat. And he's like, whoa, 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 watch out. My dad's a farmer for that. And we were like laughing at it. I was like, what are the odds? That's pretty But funny. that's why I think he might have went vegan. Okay. Just think about it. Maybe if he's like a bigger guy and he's like, I want to cut down on weight. All I've been eating my whole life is red meat. Like, 
let's cut that shit out completely and just see what happens. But he said now he's more of a white meat guy. White meat is healthier than red meat. Mm-hmm. Depends. Look, I guess you probably know a little bit more than I. Depends. It just really depends. Everything in moderation. I mean, here's here's the biggest thing. I mean, too much big, anything is bad. Big Jorgen guy, obviously. <laughs> he used on the carnivore diet, which is strictly red meat. Oh, God. No, it's literally red meat, eggs, and then nothing else. Like, no bread, no carbs, no nothing. You're taking supplements, obviously, for the vitamins and stuff. Dude, the man's lost so much weight. He said he had never had more energy in his life. Great results. And there's a couple of bodybuilders that also do it. So it's like... Is he still on it? So he's like... Carnivore diet, breakfast, lunch. If they go out to dinner, he'll get pasta. He'll, he'll let himself treat himself. Good. Well, you need to treat yourself. But um, he said it's like the best he's ever felt in his life. Good. So it's one of those things where I really do think it's what, what kind of meat you're getting. Okay. Like that ground beef, if I ate only that ground beef, that 80, 85, 15 ground beef forever, it would probably not be good for me. If I'm no. eating grass-fed like steaks, I feel like that's fine. Or wild elk. Like he eats a lot of elk. If you're wild like game elk. is so good for you because mm. it's not being like touched and mangled by human beings. So That's what I keep hearing about like a lot of celebrities saying like you need to try elk. It's amazing. I want to try it. I want to I learn how to hunt. Yeah, I mean, I've been duck hunting before. That's that's it. Yeah, and wanna, that's fun. I want to learn how to like deer hunt because deer are deer. You gotta be really patient for it. Mm, depends on how you're doing it. Because you can. Well, yeah. I'd be said for anything. You're right. You're right. That was a stupid comment. <laughs> but, said um, for anything. <laughs> um, yeah, you can go blind or you can go stalk. Stalking a deer is stupid though. You're right. You just go blind and freaking shoot. Yeah. yeah, I mean the same thing with um. They're like their populations like squirrels. So it's like they there's so many deer. There's too many deer. So it's not like you're doing anything like wrong to the ecosystem. You're actually helping it survive better. I think it also depends on like the demographic of it. If you go to the Midwest. Mm-hmm. There's so many deer that there's like literally like heartworm type things that are infecting them. Uh-huh. So it's like there's so many deer that there's too many deer to where they're spreading diseases too quickly and have the ability to then pass them to humans. So they're like, we need to control. If anything, it's uh, yeah, it just serves a greater benefit. If, you, if people want to hunt and actually use the meat, because at the end of the day, if people don't hunt and use the meat, they have to send the like the patrol people or whatever, yeah. the force patrol people, just to kill like a certain like amount of them. Well, otherwise, just wasteful, right? Well, I don't know if they waste it or not, but like still, it's like rather than like say me shooting it and having it in my freezer for like six months. So true. I remember uh, my brothers and I went duck hunting and we're, we're actually discussing maybe like going deer hunting at some point or at least me and Ryan are uh, Talon this is his first time ever doing duck hunting and he seemed to enjoy it cool. but we had so much we had like 12 ducks I mean it was you get a lot we had a lot we had too many and then we're like you know what let's be a little bit more adventurous we uh, we'll take these ducks and we'll uh, we'll pluck them ourselves so we had like this giant trash bag of just like dead ducks we put it on the counter like hey mom we're back and we have like the, the day in the dead ducks out and she's like the f- what are you guys doing <laughs> yeah she, she was like not it's y'all been that. in georgia way too long <laughs> i guess so yeah it's bad at this point um that was all oh, ryan i mean ryan's probably the most ryan's southern. a gun guy now ryan's been a gun guy for a couple of years yeah now. ever since he almost got shot Oh, Literally, man. that's when it happened. That's when it happened. Yeah, that's when he actually started getting more into um, <laughs> firearms. I'm talking about water bottle, but tell that story, bro. Okay, I will tell the story. Yeah. So it was a few Thanksgivings ago when Ryan and I, and actually Adam, you were there too. I was there. Josiah was there, and Jason. So Ryan, Joseph, uh, Ryan, me, Adam, and three of 
Adam's college buddies, Josiah, um, Jason, and Swain. Swain. Yeah, Swain. And we we met up with you guys on these bird scooters um, in downtown, well, midtown Atlanta. And we ended up meeting you guys up at like a pizzeria. And I think it was like only three or four in the afternoon when we were leaving the pizzeria and we were going to go like explore a little bit longer. And then uh, when my bird scooter wasn't, <laughs> wasn't working, uh, Ryan drifted uh, circled on back to go check on me. And immediately there was a guy with a, a Glock 19 in his hand walking towards me. And uh, I didn't see him uh, immediately, but Ryan immediately got off the bird scooter and told me, he's like, Brennan, get inside now. Uh, he's got a gun. And then I listened to him. I just, I, like, right behind me, he was like six feet away, I would say. I never really, I didn't get a good look at there. At that point, it was just fight or flight, just run, listen to your brother. That's what I did. And we were in, like, this office or, like, this real estate, um, like, office or building of some sort. I have no idea. But immediately, we were doing, like, behind desks. And we were basically just, like, try immediately, he was on the phone with the police. And we were, like... Going past the secretary um, box and or desk, and we just hid behind the desks um, in the back corner. And he thought immediately was like, "What the hell are you guys doing? Are you guys like playing tag or something?" And he was about to like throw us out. And we're like, "No, there's a guy with a with a gun outside." And he's like, "We're calling the police." And then immediately the secretary was like, "All right, yeah, I'll go lock the door." And then at that point, when the basically the gunman was walking away. Uh, Ryan and I tried to get a picture of him. Uh, well, I did, and then Ryan was uh, on the phone with the police. So, I mean, that was just like, um, long story short, I mean, we, it was like an hour and a half later, we, they actually caught the guy, and they did a sweep around the perimeter, and what we did was a drive up, so we were in the back of the top car, and we identified the guy, and um, we had to fill out a report, they took the guy to jail, and then we eventually, like, a year and a half, two years later, we literally, no, it was like a year and a half later, we got, like, the court report back, apparently, and it was really? just ridiculous, yeah. How long and, did you jail for? Uh, a year and a half, not a long, long, not long enough, but it's not yeah, like the guy had the, it's not like the guy had the resources to track us down, yeah, so, I mean. Like, but still, he was trying to fucking. Yeah, that was scary, yeah, and, uh, but I, so my brother, pro yeah, pretty much saved my life that day, which I, I'm grateful insane. for. And then, but here's the funny thing. You guys were waiting the Starbucks the entire time. We were like, what is happening? What is happening? And when we came back, we're like, all right, let's get some coffee and we'll sit down and tell you what happened. Well, I think we just got in the car. And like, yeah, but at that point, we're like, yeah, you know what? Let's just leave. I'm like, yeah, good idea. Yeah, we're like, let's get out of the city, please. Yeah. Okay. We're like, well, yep, this is Atlanta, guys. <laughs> so uh, since that point, Ryan, um, now it's a funny story, but for Ryan, oh, you're adjusting the camera again? No, I just ran out of battery. I got gotcha. you. Uh, we did. So, I mean, up until that point, I mean, Ryan's always been into firearms, or he's down more into firearms. And uh, he's always been into cars and uh, watches and, like, the mechanical uh, aspect of, like, how... He's an engineer. Yeah, he's an engineer. <laughs> so, I mean, he's actually interested in, like, the perfect measurement and optimal measurement for, like, the purpose of performance. And that can be said for, like, firearms, uh, old school cars, as well as watches. But anyway... Yeah, Ryan has, I don't even know how many guns now, but, I mean, he will talk your ear off. Like five him. or six. More. I mean, he also, he built his own gun. It was like a little, what is it called? Just that old-fashioned, like, two-barrel. Like a freaking... A Derringer or whatever it's called. That's the pistol. Yeah, he built that. Um, he also built, like, a, he's refurbishing a, a 
rifle, like a right, like a yeah, car, it is. car like 98 old, type rifle. From yeah, it's too. an old one, and he's really just into this kind of stuff, and he has so. He's Jay Moore. He's only Jay Moore, and it's kind of funny. My mom's boyfriend, uh, who's a lawyer, has a bunch as well. Um, I want to get a gun. I will eventually. It's good to have, I think, as like a means of like home defense. Totally. I'm not gonna like take it out with me. I don't think I want to. Yeah, get, yeah, yeah. I don't I'll think I want to get concealed carry or open carry. Yeah. I think I'd rather just have like a shotgun in my house. It's it's kind of funny when you just like meet all these southern people and it's like, oh, I have like a you know a 22 pistol and they're like. Pfft. That's such a wimpy gun. Um, it's it's pretty much just like a BB gun on steroids. I'm it's like, like not really. It could still kill somebody. It could still kill someone. If anything, for like a home invasion, I feel like it would be helpful. And I'm pretty sure this one comedian named Bill Burr like went on like a rampage just like talking hilarious. about that. He is so funny. But yeah, I mean, it would be good just to have like a little handgun, maybe like an over under for like duck hunting, that's, and that's it. I want an over under. Yeah, those are fun. Just, I mean, yeah, I can have it for duck hunting and skeet shooting because I like skeet shooting a lot. And then also, it's like if somebody comes to my house, I don't have to aim that well. <laughs> I literally don't yeah exactly I mean it's just kind of like the idea of just like having like that small uh, like a good sized gun just like ready to fire if there is someone in the house totally instead of like that giant like assault rifle you have to get off like the hanger and then like get the right ammo and just get it all, all set up all you have up. to do is break it and then it. probably destroy your house in the process yeah. no all you gotta do is break it load two in close it exactly. take off the safety and say I'll be right back yeah exactly or yeah exactly I mean, so yeah, I'll probably definitely get a firearm at some point, and Ryan uh, will definitely help me with that. I know your friend Kevin's also into that kind of thing. Uh, Kevin's dad has a lot of firearms. Kevin well, he's likes- also in the FBI, isn't he? Yes. Kevin likes Am firearms. Am I allowed to say that? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin likes firearms, but I don't know. I don't know if he... he oh, no, he has an, Yeah, he owns an AR-15, and then a, like a Spaz shotgun. Jeez. So Those are cool. Yeah, they're sick. So... He has he has guns. I mean, everyone at Liberty had guns. Dude, you're allowed to conceal carry on campus. Really? So I'm like my, one of my friends. Dear with, God, who's like a family friend. His brother was our midshipman. Okay. And he like walked up to me in the cafeteria. Was like, yeah, yeah, check it. I got concealed carry certification. I was like, that's sick. And he pulled up his thing. And he said it was like 22 right there. I was like, like do you really feel wow. that? Un- do you really feel that unsafe on campus? I don't know. I guess it's just like the right to have it. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, when Jordan Jordan Peterson spoke at our school. Oh yeah. Uh, the guy cho- charged the stage and he said like this guy who's like not even went to Liberty didn't even go to Liberty but like he needed help pretty much. He he had like schizophrenia and he was off his meds and there's like a bunch of stuff like that. But okay. Anyways, he charged stage, and he was like, Jordan, I know you need like, Jordan, I need your help. David Nasser, our pastor, steps in front of Jordan Peterson to make sure this guy's not trying to attack him. Mm-hmm. So pretty much Nasser was prepared to take the knife or the bullet. And then security closed in. The kid collapsed the ground and started just sobbing uncontrollably. And everyone's like, what the freak is happening? Yeah. But in that situation, <laughs> you see every single kid that has concealed carry, like, reach for it. And you're like, bro. Oh, my God. Oh, crazy. my gosh. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about it either, but it's like, I don't know. I, it's scary to think about, like, no, we're not even going to get in this discussion. All right. At the end of the day, if this person's, like, if the person knows what they're doing and, like, something bad does happen. Like, the, the example I think I'll it's give, good to know how to, how to use one. Totally. You should, there should be a lot more check the boxes than mm-hmm. there is to get a gun, I think. But, um, like, the thing that happened in Texas when that guy was about to go into a mosque and, like, do a mass shooting. Mm-hmm. And the guy, this guy, like, a local just standing there, saw the guy entering the mosque with a gun, shot him shot right him. on the yeah. spot, and then nothing happened. 
So it's like in situations like that, it's good to have somebody that knows what they're doing, somebody that like is going to be safe about it and like stop something horrific that could have happened. Mm-hmm. Like that's great. But then again, there's like people that obviously will try to get guns for mal intentions. And that person wasn't like security or anything. Nope, just a normal citizen of Texas. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, that's well, like incredible. think about it. Imagine trying to go like rob a bank in Texas. <laughs> no, <laughs> everyone, they're like everybody get down. Yeah. Everyone goes. <laughs> Everyone's just like packing. <laughs> right, yo, you really think you get down, bro? There's like 17 of us oh, and five my of gosh. you. That's pretty funny. That's how I always think. <laughs> but then there's dumbasses that have guns too, so you just don't know. Yeah, that's too. I mean, luck of the draw, I guess. Luck of the draw, but I mean, I think it's important. Um, I mean, I met with people in like military, and they say I think it's I think everyone should own one. Uh, I think it's highly important for people to know how to use one. That's 100%. it. And if you don't, just know how to use one. If the time comes, so because there, I mean, the world's a scary place. I mean, spooky, it, spooky, dude. So it's gotten spookier over the last year. I'm not sure you can tell. Nah, I don't think it is. Yeah. I think media made it spookier, but I don't think it's that much spookier. Yeah, COVID's no big deal. I mean, well, <laughs> I didn't think you meant that. I, yeah, I know what you meant. I mean, yeah, COVID's scary, but it's out of our control, I guess. Yeah, and that's something... Uh, that's But that's why I think... That's the that's probably one of the biggest impacts that on people in terms of like... Whenever what, something's out of your control, it's scary. Well, yeah, especially like when it comes to jobs and income and then all this shit is happening at one time. It just feels like everything's like collapsing, which... Not a lot of people, I mean, not everyone has experienced, and I think it's, I mean, yeah, change is a scary thing, especially sudden change when all these changes are happening at just one time. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know the freaking Because everyone, no, even like, everyone's thinking, we don't know what to do. What would we do? Yeah. What do we do now? And nobody knows what to do. <laughs> yeah, no one knows what to do. So might as well just sit here and play un- video games. Unprecedented. You're like, ah, oh, nobody knows what's happening. Nah. Everybody's a human being and nobody has a solution. Yeah, no okay. one's perfect. Perfection doesn't exist. So and that's why the world's cool. World's dope. Because if things were always perfect, nothing would really be unique if you think about it that way. Well, yeah. I mean, same thing with uh, if everyone was happy. I mean, happiness wouldn't really be a thing. Happiness would just be existing. Mm-hmm. Gotta be sad. That would be sad. I said you gotta be sad, but it would be oh. sad too. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, but what would be sad? There's a purpose for those. Um, there would be no sad though. <laughs> so it wouldn't be sad. We can get into this conversation another time. Are we high? What? It's <laughs> like. It's like does time really exist? If it doesn't, then there is no God. <laughs> dude. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, we, we can take this in so many different directions. We definitely cannot take it that far because I'll be honest, that SD, that battery is not that full. Well, no. My I mean, that would like probably 35. last at least four hours of just yeah, us just exactly. probably stream, eventually screaming at each other. <laughs> it's like, no, What are wrong. we even yelling about? <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's relative. <laughs> All right. I think that's a wrap. All right. That's a wrap. Thank you for having me on Do you have any last words? Before you die, I'm kidding. Before I die, before the podcast is over. Um, it's it's a little plug for me to just sure. like, say what? do whatever. I don't care. All right, no uh, pressure or anything. Natty Light, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. Natty Light, be the best person they can Natty be. Natty Sour Seltzers just dropped, and yeah. Natty Popsicles are coming out soon. So keep your eyes peeled. I'm kidding. There I don't go. encourage alcohol drinking. Just do whatever you want. Yeah, you're 21, but. Thank you, everybody. You know where to find me. Brennan, thanks for coming on. Peace Adam, out. Adam.gr on Instagram. What are you, Brent, Brent Bar? Uh, I think I'm like Brent Bar 19 or something. He'll be tagged in everything. Whatever. It'll be easy for y'all. <laughs> Why not clips on Instagram? Why not podcast on Spotify? Adam Giard on YouTube. And my TikTok is Adam Giard. My gaming TikTok is Adam DGI. Thank you, everybody. Hope you have a good one. And just remember that we're idiots. Yeah, why not? It's kind of all I got to say. Bye, everybody. See you guys.